It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, new customers, when you sign up using promo code DNVR. All you got to do is make a $5 bet on the NFL this weekend. And if your team wins, you get $200 in free bets from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, what an intense intro that was. It's going to be a great show. I'm just pumped. I'm just pumped. We've got plenty to talk about. We do. Still Hall of Fame week. Still got a great Todd Helton fact of the day. Talking Hall of Famers. And uh, you're excited because now there are there are other party decks potentially out there in the world that you can visit. Yes. Um, <laughs> another team in the Midwest that I'm quite fond of is installing some party decks, like multi-level party decks. Yeah, the images are interesting. We'll, yes. we'll dive into all of that and, uh, and play a little game because it's Hall of Fame week. So the Hall of Fame gets new items <laughs> from each and every season. Like, things happen, and they go, oh, hey, let's get a hat from that. It is a living, breathing monument of it baseball is. history. It is. Like, I, I would love to go down to, like, the coffers of the building. I assume there's a basement to the Hall of Fame. There's no basement in the Alamo, which we all know that reference. Yes. Uh, that might be my second Pee Wee Herman reference, I think, this week. I'm not sure. I don't know that reference. Uh, there's no basement in the Alamo. There may be a basement in the Alamo. I know what the, the Alamo is. Yes, yes. But I think I was a little too young for Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, uh, don't blame you. Yeah, he's he's a weird thing. As I get older, my my references. Your references get are you bothersome. date yourself with your references. Yeah, and they're they're still like relevant to me. I'm like, what's Paul Rubens doing these days? And people are like, who? Oh, that's the real name of Pee Wee Herman. Like, why do you know that? That's that was kind of my wheelhouse. Tiff, are we allowed to ask you how old are you? Uh, yeah, I'm 25. She, yeah, she's a kid. She's a oh, child. Right, a couple years younger than us. She's a child. Uh, a couple <laughs> years a younger. Well, it's like I routinely call Kale a child, and he's also 25. Yeah, it's true. Because like my sister's around that age, too. She's perpetually eight years old to me. Yeah. Yeah, there's something to that. I, I heard something recently anyway. that we, we all feel like as you get older, like you're 27 years old. Like, that's like the magic number. That, that's how old I feel. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, I know. I think, I think I'm a solid. I feel like I'm 30, even though I'm a few years older than 30. Just turned 34. Years younger than. Oh, no, I just yes. turned 34. For the bit. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm living a way better life than when I was 27, but still kind of have that youthfulness. Uh, right. I didn't enjoy my 20s. They were just such a stressful time. It was like, I think I've seen like memes about this. It's like your 20s are like you at like your physical peak, but your mental low. Ooh. Okay. And then like in your 30s, yeah, yeah. they kind of start to even out. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I, but I, I still feel like that. I'm in that physical peak realm. Yeah. 
Todd Helton, when he was in his peak in the year 2000. <laughs> Patrick is not engaging me on this. <laughs> he, he had one of the greatest offensive seasons in baseball history. Uh, he led MLB with 103 extra base hits. So he was at least on second base 103 different times. That's uh, almost one per game. That, that's Certainly. impressive. Two, two, uh, two times he'd have an extra base hit every three games. Uh, that's actually tied for the fifth most in MLB history, second most in NL history in that season. Get this man in the Hall of Fame, please. Do you know where he finished in MVP voting? Fifth. So, yes. Fifth in MVP voting. Another one of those guys that kind of got slighted a little bit. and uh, wow. they, they weren't really using wins above replacement back in, in 2000 anyway. Yeah. It was just like... Yeah, but that was core. So we're just we're not even going to pay attention to that at all. Why did they put good. a ballpark in Denver if you're just going to dismiss everything that happens in Denver? And that well, that was why it was so important for Larry Walker to get in. That's why it's mm-hmm. still so important for Todd Helton to get in. Um, but even though the uh, Baseball Writers Association of America, that version, not the one that I'm in now, uh, as well as the version that Jesse Friedman from PHNX Diamondbacks and Ryan Herrera. And are Ryan. in now. Oh my gosh. They just got they they just recently got in so I'm so proud of those boys. I heard about Jesse. I didn't hear about Ryan. Breaking news was this, this morning. Was this I also I probably shouldn't be saying this just yet. Was it was like the, this morning. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm congratulations. Just so, I'm just so excited for those Ryan's guys. Ryan's great. Jesse is great. Um I I'm so proud of you guys cuz I know yep. it takes a lot of work to get there. I'm I'm really I'm so proud of you guys. Congratulations. So, so now there's one at least one beat reporter for all four of the baseball teams covered by All City Media. We've got, we've got one covering all four of the teams, so that's exciting. But Associated Press, Sporting News, USA Baseball Alumni, and Baseball Digest all named Helton their MLB Player of the Year in 2000. Let's face it. Wow. The, uh, the Sporting News Player of the Year award, way more important than the MVP award. I mean, that's the true MVP. Let's face it, right? We all know it. We all know we it. We all know Come it. On. If we you know, know, you know. It. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, also uh, had the slash line, triple crown, slash line being batting average, on-base percentage, slugging, things that aren't counting stats. They're rate stats, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, only happened 47 times ever. I talked about this with uh, Thomas Harding when he was here a couple weeks ago. The first player to ever win the slash line triple crown, Piano Legs Gore. <laughs> That's a baseball name. Piano so good. Legs. I love that. If you have a Piano Legs Gore jersey that you wear, it has to be game used. <laughs> Has to be game used. Has to be game used. You get a free meal for a week on me at the DNVR <laughs> bar. The game used piece allows it to, don't be debating it now. We may have to cut this part out depending on how many of these game do used you know, what Do you know jerseys. his real first name? Uh, Steve. No, I, I don't know actually. It's George. He's probably a Frederick or type. Oh, it's close. Frederick is yes. neighbors with, with George. And he was a Taurus. <laughs> yeah. Piano legs score. So 47 times it's happened. Helton is one of those guys. Uh, actually, uh, Christian Yelich and Juan Soto did it in 2020 during that uh, shortened season. Mm-hmm. 27 players have ever done it. Helton is one of them. He was the 24th. And Larry Walker was the 23rd, coincidentally. So that's a rare group. That's a rare group what to be in. What a special group. Yeah. Uh, of of uh, those players, of those 27, 17 of the 25 who've been eligible uh, for entry into the Hall of Fame that have won the Triple Crown, uh, the Slash Line Triple Crown, mm-hmm. are in the Hall of Fame. So that is a large majority. Since 1910, the only players who've won a Slash Line Triple Crown for lead the league in mm-hmm. batting average, on-base percentage, and slugging mm-hmm. is Fred Lynn, Todd Helton, and Barry Bonds. And we know about what Barry Bonds' deal is. Dang. So, I mean, again... 
put it in under that microscope, mm-hmm. Todd Helton deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He also walked 22 times that year and 22 times in 2005, but he walked 22 times in the year 2000. What's so wild about that is if he never was intentionally walked one other time, he had 22 times intentionally walked in 2000, if he had never been given a free pass ever again in his career, he would still be 11th all-time in Rockies history. Really? With 22. (laughs) Yes, for one season, 11th all-time immediately. Hmm. That's wild. So pitchers did not want to throw to him. He got that kind of respect. Mark Burley, Andy Pettit are two pitchers that I think are Hall of Famers. They're not necessarily first ballot Hall of Famers, Mm -hmm. and I think the case to be made for those guys is uh, on the challenging side, but they've still been on the ballot for a few years here now. Uh, Mark Burley, 16 uh, seasons in Major League Baseball, five-time All-Star, six-time Gold Glove Award winner. Yeah, We don't give enough credit to pitchers for defending their position, but uh, it obviously should be acknowledged. Won the World Series Mm -hmm. in 2005. Did get over 200 wins, uh, 214. 381 ERA. 15 of those 16 years was in the American League when that was the only league that had the DH. Mm Mm-hmm. He won 10 games, which we know the win is not as important as it used to be. Um, 10 wins in 15 consecutive seasons. Hmm. That's kind of a rarity. And had 200 innings or more in 14 straight seasons. His final year, uh, his ma- I think it was John Gibbons at the time when he was in Toronto, tried to get him into games late. Uh, four outs shy of 200 innings. Oh. Finishing his career. That would have been pretty cool. That's harsh. That would have been 15 straight years. Yeah. So again, wow. a rarity. He is a guy that he's he's one of a few guys. I mean, maybe the list is like 10 to 15, but players when they would pitch, I would think to myself, do I want to go to this game? Like, Barry Bonds is the only player that I ever, uh, as far as a hitter or position player, said, I want to go to this game because of this one player. It was always because of the starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. And Mark Burley was actually one of those guys for a period where I went out of my way, drove three hours to get to Baltimore to watch him pitch. Mm-hmm. It ended up being a, a day in which a couple days earlier, Rafael Palmero got his 3,000th hit. It was up on the warehouse. He wasn't in the lineup that day. Thought it was strange. Later on uh, in the car heard he had just tested positive for steroids. It was that day I was at the ballpark. Oh, wow. But what was made a bigger impression on me was Burley had a streak of like 63 consecutive, no, I think it was like 54 consecutive quality starts. So like for like two years straight, Six innings pitched, three earned runs or less. And he got into the sixth inning and was thrown out of the game for throwing at a guy. And I was like, you just killed the streak. I was the only one that was aware of this in the ballpark at the time because I'm <laughs> mental like that. But that <laughs> You was, would be freaking out over something that no one else realized. I'm like, Did anybody realize what just happened? They're like, no, nah, man, we just... We're just trying to get away from our family. It's a day game. I'm supposed to be at work. I got actually laid off I last week. I love a day game where everyone's day playing hooky. Care. Who who have been some players for you? Have you have you done that where you've said, I want to go to this game for this player? I'll go to a game. I'll go to any game. Oh, I don't well. care. It's baseball. But specifically going when you're looking at the schedule, and that's something we'll have to do mm-hmm. here in the next couple of weeks, well, sort of drafting what are the best series to go watch at Coors Field this year. For you, have there been any players where you go, Mm-hmm. I got to go just for this guy. Oh, there is one at the top of my list every single season since he's been around. Okay. And I won't get to see him at Coors Field. Otani. Oh. Otani. Yeah, he's 
I got to yeah. see him play quite a few times when I was on my road trip in 2021. And it is just, it's an event. He is unlike anything yep. we're ever going to see for a real long time. Anything. He's a unicorn. Yeah, he's a unicorn. Yeah. And yeah. So it's always a super special time to see Otani pitch, hit, whatever he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to give away too much of the draft, but. I think 1A and 1B. 1A is obviously Otani, Angels come into town. Mm -hmm. You want a game to that series. But I think kind of, kind of close behind that, only because this might be your only shot to ever see this happen, DJ LeMahieu with the Yankees back at Coors Field for oh, the first time. Yes. Now he still has a few more years left on his deal, and Yankees and, and all teams will come around every two years. Mm -hmm. So if you don't get a chance this year, 2025 they'll be back. But, you know, he could be hurt by that point. Uh, maybe he hangs it up before his, you know, his contract's up. You never know. And so I think for Rockies fans, they might go, eh, you know what? I'll go ahead and skip out on that, and I'll go, I'll go watch LeMahieu in his first game back since mm -hmm. 2018. And that, again, will be another busy weekend for me because that is when Taylor Swift is in Denver. That's true. <laughs> that, so a similar situation like that happened to me in, I think it was 99, or maybe it was 2000. Um, my dad had a connection uh, he worked in f food distribution and stuff like that. So all these different sponsors, Nabisco, uh, different mustard companies, whatever it was, Heinz, mm -hmm. you know, they, they'd have the suites or they'd have season tickets and they would give it out to all the different people that they would work with and stuff. And so someone said, hey, pick a game or have your son pick out a Sixers game to go to um, and, and we'll, we'll hook you up. And so I like made my list, my wish list, and I go, the, I was down to two. It was the Houston Rockets, mm -hmm. Yao Ming. It was. It might have been his rookie year. Yeah. And the Magic, or not the Magic, the uh, the Wizards uh -huh. and Michael Jordan. And I go, well, I'm probably gonna have a lot more opportunities to go see Yao Ming play. So I uh, I, I did not choose that. I have not ever seen Yao Ming play. <laughs> so I missed that opportunity. Oh no. But that Wizards game, as we got closer and closer and closer to it, I realized that was the final game Michael Jordan ever played. His final game was in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Arena. Oh, my gosh. Why did I not even realize that? I didn't realize it even when I, when I selected the ticket. Like I said, it was just like dumb luck. I was like, oh, my God, wait a minute. This, this game that I, that I chose months earlier, I wasn't thinking about the whole historical perspective. Wow. It was just, I've never seen Jordan play. Star of Diamond and Court, Michael Jordan. Yes, and screen. And casinos everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> golf courses as well. Andy Pettit is another interesting guy. I don't want to dig too deep um, into, you know, his candidacy as far as the PED, um, not even just allegations. He was named in the Mitchell report. We can talk about that on Monday. The, you know, what are your thoughts? And what are mm -hmm. our thoughts getting deep in the whole PED conversation, but he's a player that if you, uh, if you look at jaws, here's the knock on him. So Burley 78th all time, as far as a starting pitcher goes, mm -hmm. which seems really like not, not very good, that but, seems with, low. but with starting pitchers, it gets really spread out because mm -hmm. you've got a postseason record too. And Andy Pettit is one of the greatest postseason pitchers of all time. Mm -hmm. He's 81st uh, among starting pitchers, just ahead of Whitey Ford, a very apt, another left-handed Yankee starting pitcher uh, who was great in the postseason. He started 44 games, 276 innings he pitched in the postseason. Andy Pettit had a whole season just in October during his career. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Lived a whole other postseason life. Five rings. He's got one for the thumb. 
Even uh, appeared in the 2005 World Series with Houston when they were in the National League at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he is uh, he's an interesting and integral part of that, that Yankees dynasty that was really good. To give you a little perspective and say, well... You know, he might not have always been, you know, um, a, a top, top guy. You know, got Cy Young Award votes in five different seasons. I think was in the top five in four different seasons. Um, but if you want to compare him to guys from today using Jaws, only four active pitchers are better than him, uh, according to Jaws. Justin Verlander, Clayton Kershaw, Zach Greinke, Max Scherzer. Nobody else is really close behind him. Wow. So that kind of, again, also gives you that perspective of what he's been able to do in his career. I wish we could, this might be a copyright infringement, wish we could play the Jaws theme music when we talk about Jaws the stat. It very well could be, yes. Well, there's ways that you can kind of knock off certain songs, and there's those musical algorithms. Like, there's so many songs you hear on the radio now, pop songs, and you're like, that's something else. I can't put my finger on it. Is that a Tears for Fears song? I I know that song. (laughs) You change, like, two notes. Like, it's the bare minimum. There is, like, a, a... Again, an algorithm. There, there's an equation to figure out how to steal that. Wrestlers do that all the time, where they go, "Hey, I want it to sound like this, but just Tiff. change a couple chords, and it kind of has that same vibe." <laughs> Wait, did you have something to say about the Jaws music? No, I was gonna say the the way that that would work is if something was in the public domain. Ah. And mm. we have been learning a lot about the oh, public domain yes. in the last uh, week or so. That's Interesting. true. You can so. use things from the public yes. domain. Yes. Oh, we have been learning a lot about public domain. <laughs> That's right. And we, we learned yesterday, too, you shouldn't be stealing people's shovels. So we had a, we had a delay on, on yesterday's podcast uh, debuting on YouTube. So it's over there. So if you're sitting around going, hey, where were you guys yesterday at 11? We, we were here. We were ready, but it didn't go up until later. That was our conversation uh, with David Lorla talking about Red Sox, Trevor Story, uh, Hall of Fame, all kinds of business like that. And uh, we'll have to get David down here to the bar at some point on the corner of Colfax in York where diehards get 15% off. Uh, shout out to Brian Werner, uh, uh, one of our newest diehards. Uh, who I, I got a chance to talk to yesterday during one of our Sabre luncheons, a little virtual meeting and everything. Looking forward to seeing him next Tuesday. We got some of our Sabre people. They're going to yes. come out and support the watch party. If you go to rmsaber.org, right there on the front page, they're also supporting us, letting Rockies fans know. You don't have to be a member of Sabre. You don't even have to be a diehard. You can show up to the bar next Tuesday, 3.30. Doors are opening a little bit early uh, for the 4 o'clock announcement. I went back and looked at timelines it's like literally 4.15 is when they go yeah. to the podium and when that announcement's going to be made uh, by Josh Rawich, uh, the president of mm-hmm. the Baseball Hall of Fame. So we're going to be all gathered, waiting with bated breath. Right now, Todd Helton is above the 75% mark. Of public ballots. Of the public ballots. Public ballots. That's right. Yes. And so you, you are expected to lose anywhere from 5 to 10%. So that would dip him below but it's not guaranteed, so we're yeah. gonna have to wait and see. It's uh, I'm I'm nervous, I'm anxious, but it's exciting, and we'll all be together. And it's yeah, great. I gave up Shen Yun tickets so I could be at our watch party. Yes, that's, that's and those are expensive. Yeah. If you know, you know. I was uh, I was supposed to get a new liver that day, but I canceled the operation. So <laughs> so we're I'm all not, making, I'm not trying to one up you. We're but all I'm making just sacrifices. Yeah, I'm not trying to one up you, but and I also had tickets to that exact same event, but it wasn't as good. It as might seats. be easier to get Shen Young tickets <laughs> than to get a new liver. Yes. Or no, it might be easier to get a new liver than. Never, never mind. Yes. Continue Kid- your ad read, Patrick. Kidney, kidneys are easy. My 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 father in law <laughs> got it. Got a new kidney from his son. So my brother in law upstanding oh my guy. gosh yes so 
That's amazing. My father-in-law is a greedy bastard. <laughs> He's got three kidneys. So, yeah. They didn't take one out when they put a new one in? No, they just leave it in. No. Yeah. You're kidding. Yeah, when you get a new kidney, you just keep it. I don't think they, like, unplug it. You, you can see I you can see I clearly flunked out of medical school. Um, I, yeah, um, but no, yeah, you, you you keep it. You just leave it in there. Interesting. Cause I don't you know, know that it dies. I think it like works, but it's just like that's the reason why he, you know he needed it in the first place. Does that mean Selena Gomez has three kidneys in her body right now? Because she got a liver from her friend. I don't know. This all sounds made up. <laughs> I, I'm not okay. So you know what, Tiffany? Don't feel bad because I do have a problem with that. With the way I can kind of kind of joke around a little bit, that people don't know when I'm serious. And I don't I'm know not. if you're joking or not. And but no, that that is a hundred percent legit. <laughs> Three kidneys. Google it. Give it a goog. <laughs> uh, also, while you're on the internet, go over to shadyrays.com. Yeah. Because they are uh, keeping your eyes safe. For me, it's super important. I got blue eyes, so like my you don't have as much don't... sun protection as me with my my beautiful amber eyes. That's like that. I'm I'm envious of that. Thank you. Because yeah. actually, I have sometimes on like a day like today where it's really snowy, I've got the big Terminator goggles. That <laughs> I, I said I don't care what I look like when I drive. I wear the gigantic. Just when you drive. Day. Um, like if it's snowy out, cause there's all this extra sun reflecting. No, I mean, you don't care what you look like just when you drive. Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't really care. And I don't, I don't have my shady rays. I put in my order, I'm getting them. They're on the way. So I'm not, I'm probably not going to need them anymore. Um, because shady rays does an amazing job. Mm -hmm. They've got a buy one, get one situation going on right now. Uh, they're hooking up in a big way. It's an independent sunglass company. That's taking great care of us. They've got a world-class product. Um, and, and I love that they've got uh, a great, if you lose your pair, even one day, look, boom, they're going to hook you back up, mm -hmm. uh, replenish that for you. You get to wear it with confidence and, and in style so you don't, again, look like me with my You need an upgrade. Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You need a sunglasses upgrade. I'm going to see if my brother-in-law will donate his eyeballs to me because I don't know if he's got blue eyes and I, you know, because of the drive and all. <laughs> Why not? I mean, if he's giving away organs, I mean, I might as well see. Will if I you can keep your harvest. your eyes and just have four, literally four eyes? I mean, I could give him mine, but there's already an issue with them, so I think I'd still keep my other two, and we'll we'll figure situation out for him. Um, Insane, and, and get him something new. But seriously, this is exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays. Uh, they're giving you their best deal of the year. Go to shadyrays.com and use promo code DNVR, or you actually can go in person if you're like, well. They've, they've got a great setup, too, where you can figure out what you, the shape of your face is yeah. online so you don't have to go in-store to and Rick and it works Morgan. so well. It does work. It, it works it, Like, you get the imagine. sunglasses looking just like they looked in the virtual try-on. Yeah, it, it is better than you even realize. But if you're still like, no, I need to try them on, you can go to the Park Meadows Mall. Again, 50% off two or more pairs of Polaroids, polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 200,000 folks and a company that's won over one billion dollars in settlements Bacchus and Shanker they're here to help you out in a major way they win for Colorado families they've got 30 lawyers 100 plus staff they are uh, in all the neighborhoods all around in Colorado we're talking Denver Aurora Inglewood Fort Collins if you're up in northern Colorado they do an amazing job and there's no upfront fee no fee to speak with them uh, they work on your case for free 
uh, unless, and they only get paid unless they win your case and win money for you. It's really that simple. Again, over $1 billion uh, have been won for their clients. Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases that weren't your fault. Uh, car accidents, motorcycle, ride shares, pedestrians, trucks, whatever it may be. Uh, they can even help when you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222. Could not be easier to remember. Could not be. Find out if you've got a case for free because Backus and Shanker wins love it rockies uh won in a way um we have some rockies news with with uh, with the uh, latest prospect rankings baseball america last week talked with kyle glazer i uh, really talked about how ezekiel tovar is going to be high up in the rankings this year and why he ultimately tovar was head and shoulders above zach veen and that actually played out zach veen 17th best prospect according to baseball america zach veen still really good but 51 Tovar, you mean Tovar 17. Oh, Tovar 17. Tovar 17. Bean Zach 51. Bean is 51. That's right. Very impressive. Yep. Drew Romo, uh, Adel Amador, shortstop, who was phenomenal in low A Fresno last year, uh, may end up having to move over to second base, not just because Tovar's there, just that could be a better fit for him. So uh, four guys in the top 100, really good. Only eight teams had more than, uh, than their four guys. Mm-hmm. Of course, it does include the Dodgers with six. Even though they trade everyone away. This is why I'm never worried about the Dodgers. Yeah. Because they've always got something else in their back pocket ready to go. But now you got to worry about the D-backs because they had five guys in the top 100, including three in the top 13. Let me say that again. Three of the top 13 prospects. Are you serious? We baseball. just, we cannot catch a break. The Rockies cannot catch a break with no. this. But also, you know what? The D-backs, uh, another reason I'm concerned is because they've made so many off-season moves Outside of these prospects that they still have in the top 100, in the top 13. Yeah, I like, yeah, the new top 13 rankings by Baseball America, <laughs> exclusively Diamondbacks players. Uh, <laughs> Rymel Tapia, this just broke pretty recently. He's a Boston Red Sox. Wow. That's going to be interesting to oh see. Oh my gosh. All right, back together with Trevor's story. Yes, that's <laughs> it. He vouched for him. Trevor's like, nah, good. he's good Bring people. Him in. Now, in left field, uh, with the Green Monster behind him, I think we'll see Ryan Maltapia play a lot better defense than we have in the past, which is good. <laughs> I'm also wondering how much that inside the park home run he hit with Toronto last year. Remember that big blowout where they went oh, like 24 yes. 7? He had the inside the park home run. Red Sox were like, hey, if he ever gets designated for an assignment and it needs to sign a minor league deal, we're going to be all over that. <laughs> and, uh, and they were. So, yeah. Uh, Matt Holiday is uh, a free agent. Yes. Although I don't know that he wants to be signed. Yeah, because he was, you know, was supposed to have this role with the Cardinals and mm-hmm. then stepped away for family reasons, really, or I guess for personal reasons. I mean, is the does he just want to spend more time with his family? You look like, confused, he... and I think that's because we're all confused. Yeah, like I don't really know. <laughs> he what... had a family when he accepted the job. Yeah, the so coach. I mean, maybe he realized like, <laughs> oh, this is just too much. I don't want to do this right now, or I've got too much going yeah. on right now that I want to focus on. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows why? Why he stepped away from this role before it even started? But yeah. and that's the thing is like yeah. I think typically we think, oh, you know, I stepped away because I'm, you know for my family, and you go. All right, you and I, I said it in jest. Well, he had a family before, mm-hmm. but his family is made up of individual members, and something could have happened between when yeah. he signed to now. Whether it's it's something more serious or something of just like no, I, I want to be there for mm-hmm. my family. Like nothing uh, serious 
happened in, in Ian Desmond's life directly, mm-hmm. but what was going on in the world at the time impacted his family. And he's like, well, I got to be there for my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to step away. Didn't play in 2020, didn't play in 2021 mm-hmm. to be there for his family. So uh, you understand how those things can, yeah. can change in a moment. So And these things aren't really our business. No, that's true. But, you know, I do hope everyone's doing okay. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, I think, uh, speaking of family matters, the Orioles are not doing very well in, in their family. Uh, <laughs> owner Peter Angelos, he's kind of stepped away for a while, and his two sons have been running the team. I'm pretty sure one of them, one of the brothers, has a lawsuit on the other brother. and Oh, lawsuits a whole in thing. the family? <laughs> Uh, on Monday, they had a press conference on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, you know, they're giving um, some money back to the community, which was wonderful. But it was only the third time that the new kind of operating owner, John Angelos, son of Peter Angelos, mm-hmm. had talked to media in five years. The first time was to say, hey, Billy Joel is going to be playing at Camden Yards. And the second was, one was to say, hey, Paul McCartney is going to be playing at Camden Yards. <laughs> so he's been hiding away. And Dan Connolly of The Athletic asked a fair question. Just, you know, there's been some discussion about uh, whether or not, not necessarily that they are or that they aren't. Just, hey, could you clear it up? Are you planning on moving the team in any capacity? And uh, got, a, got a, talk, a stern talking to about it. Uh, and then John Angelos, I think, put his foot in his mouth by going, you know what, this is not the time. Um, but, hey, if you want to come by the stadium, I'll be glad to open up the books and show you the numbers of, of what we're doing, <laughs> which no team has ever done or would ever want to do. And it was it was a little bit of a, of a, of a cluster, but uh, I thought Dan Connolly did a good job of mm-hmm. – he did what he had to do. I mean, that – that, it was an appropriate question, I thought. Um, uh, you know, speaking of, I, we talked about this a little bit off air the other day, but speaking of owners putting their feet in their mouths, the Reds, yeah, the Reds owners are just so Phil Castellini, or no, I'm sorry, um, uh, yeah, so Phil Castellini, right. he's the son. Um, uh, I just want to make sure I don't mix them up because I don't want to, I don't want to put words in <laughs> Bob's mouth. <laughs> but he, so they had a Rosie Reds luncheon, which is a you know kind of like a hot stove type of a luncheon. He said that the Reds are operating like a nonprofit. He said this on the record to a bunch of wow. people. Yeah. So after those comments in the summer about like, hey, just be glad you've got a team. Those opening day comments where oh, he yeah. said like, oh, what are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to, like, what am I going to do if, what did he say? <laughs> I, I think it was just sort of like, you, what are other Where are you going to go? Have? That's what it yeah, was. What where are you going to go? Thank you for bearing with me, everyone. Yeah. He goes, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go if I move the team? What are you going to do? Yeah. So, and then he doubled down. He said it on the radio on the flagship station of the Reds and then doubled down on a TV interview back at the ballpark Apologized afterwards, but um, one of the other funny things. So he didn't realize that Rosie was an acronym for Rooters Organized to Stimulate Interest and Enthusiasm. So it like, was like a women's organization, and now it's for everyone. But he was like, I didn't know it was an acronym. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's go back half a step. So the, one of the Reds mascots... Uh, the, the female. Oh no! The, so there is a is rosy, rosy red, but this organization uses the uses periods. Uses it's, periods. It's an as acronym. A, yes. rosy. Okay. Got. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's an acronym. Wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he make that connection? That it means something. It. He didn't know. He didn't know. He's but like, yeah, oh. he um, he said this team operates as a nonprofit, and people at the luncheon were not very happy about it, as you can imagine. Owners, uh, we yeah, we should keep track of every time an owner 
says something and it's not bad. Because like I kind of <laughs> can't remember ever an owner saying something or making a public appearance and then it not like being a thing. It's probably why so many of them hide away. But we should give credit and say, hey, somebody said this. A couple of people didn't like it or ruffled some feathers. But other than that, nice job for the you know three minutes you were on the mic. You know who I feel like really does not shy away? Steve Cohen. Oh, true. You know yeah. what? He's He's got Twitter fingers. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's tweeting a little too much. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Yeah, I, I think, <laughs> I think it's it's when you get an owner in the same room as a reporter because the reporter knows the weak spots. Mm. He knows the Achilles heels where to hit. Whereas if it's just I'm making a speech and I need to say this and I can follow the script, you know, you could talk for ten minutes straight and it's kind of a non-issue. But once well, you're on no, the spot, unless unless you're. Unless Phil Castellini rights. giving a speech at a luncheon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what? It could have been uh, an upset stomach because I know sometimes if people, if you don't eat breakfast, you can't think straight. You're only thinking about being hungry uh, and not about what's actually happening. But if again, if you have an upset stomach and the, your gut health isn't great, are you blaming? It's screw you up. Are you blaming? Are you telling me that Phil Castellini should have had some athletic greens? I'm saying to keep he his mind definitely straight. Definitely should have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he needs some greens in him. The Reds need some greens, and not just on St. Patrick's Day, which that always looks awesome when they their red becomes green for St. Patrick's Day. But no, Athletic Greens, 75 <laughs> multi-superfood vitamin things are in there. No, it's very specific, uh, uh, a very calculated recipe that they've got because One Scoop does have 75 of those high-quality vitamins, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. It's what I use, it's what Susie uses each and every morning. Mm -hmm. Allows me to not have a cup of coffee for like the first 90 minutes of the morning because I've got so much clarity because my body is now jump-started. It's processed all the stuff while I was sleeping overnight. Uh, gut health is always good. Uh, and that's always because I have Athletic Greens. And I have it with me when I'm on the road as well. They want to hook you up for that. Uh, in addition, all you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Rockies. They're going to hook you up with five free travel packs as well as a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Again, all you got to do is make a purchase over at athleticgreens.com slash Rockies to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. NFL playoffs is ready to go. That includes the Eagles and Gents mm -hmm. getting down this weekend. Yes, the I'm place, very excited. The place to go for the divisional round is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers, you bet $5 on any team to win, even if it's the big favorite. Boom, you're going to get $200 in free bets when that team wins for you. Also, new and existing customers, you can get a no-sweat bet each day this weekend. Uh, that's basically make a bet. If it loses, boom, you get a free bet up to $10. Those stepped-up same-game parlays are fantastic as well. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR. New customers, just $5 bet. Go with the favorite. Go with the chalk. Even if you don't, even if football's not necessarily your sport, it's 5 bucks. Turn it into 200 when that team wins for you. Uh, with free bets instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Our friends over at FOCO, they are the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. They got that Joe Sackick bobblehead. They got a CJ Crone City Connect jersey bobblehead. And they've got gear for all 30, 32 teams in uh, across all the sports. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. You can get obnoxious looking gear if you like looking obnoxious they have my favorite they have my favorite piece of sports gear 
on the market, that big blanket sweatshirt. Oh. I almost wore it today, but it didn't match my red pants because <laughs> it's Rockies. But it. it is the warmest, softest thing that I own. I was snuggled up in it in this, you know, in the snow all day yesterday. They have about it's four so million cute. different kind of hats or caps. They or have so many hats. And that's an estimate because I had to stop keeping track at a certain point. So it's mm -hmm. probably more than four million. Uh, I only counted <laughs> two, four million over there. Take a look and see what you want to get. Uh, Foco, they've got our back uh, here in Colorado for years and uh, for all the Colorado sports. So make sure they've got yours to get the best gear around. By using the link in our description for all non-presale items, all you got to do is use promo code DNVR for 10% off. Ooh. And if you're listening out in the Midwest, um, you want to stay warm <laughs> with those with those gigantic uh, little ponchos that they have Especially if you were like in the Midwest in a city like Cleveland. Oh, I love Cleveland. Although when I was in Cleveland, it was hot as heck. That's that humidity. <laughs> that humidity. It was hot and humid were when I midges? went. Did you get any midges while you were out there? What's a, a midge? The midges. Yeah. What's a midge? Off of uh, the uh, Jacobs Lake. Or what is it? What's the lake over there? Well, it's Lake Erie, but think uh, oh the Jake by the lake yeah Lake Erie no there are these little gnats that come come out at certain times of the year oh interesting there was an incident I want to say I don't know 2007 2008 where they were swarming the field and and uh, one of the players uh, it was Yankee reliever Jabba Chamberlain mm -hmm. these bugs were like in his eyes like he, he's like I can't even pitch because it's like so bad uh, oh you know noxious. I did not experience that problem yeah that's good you know no place can be perfect no. and Cleveland needs to have that one thing wrong with it well, they're they're fixing they're trying to fix some things over in Cleveland, aren't they? They are making some major renovations to the ballpark. Major, major, major. And they're taking a page out of the I Rockies. Got, book. I got two words for you. Party deck. Will they call theirs rooftop as well? <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna know. call it actually. Um uh, but they are making some major changes. We have a video of the rendering. Oh, we've got some pictures of the rendering too. So the thing that I... It's rendering season It's still. rendering season. I so love it. In left field, uh, there's going to be a beer garden. There is a multi-level party deck. This looks like the rooftop, like when you're when you're inside, right? When that, you're like the Chubb Burger and all that stuff. Yep, yep. And but, it looks very modern. Like, I mean, that's nice. It's not that old of a ballpark, but in the grand scheme of things. I mean, it's from 1994. Yeah. So it actually like, we... it's overdue right, for these, some changes but this is these wild images are wild so right now and i guess this is on the down the left field line this is the left kind field, of all yeah. facing that way yeah this would just be brand new seating i guess they but very cozy seating it's, it's very loungy it's it's almost like the mezzanine at like an old theater it kind is what of it feels is like, yeah right? that's that's literally like the peanut gallery where the peanut gallery would, would sit i feel like <laughs> Um, yeah, that is really interesting. And then this is not Coors Field. This, this looks, is Progressive Field. But it looks so much like so Coors much. Field. You know, obviously, like, not as high up in the sky, but yeah. it uh, it just it feels so much like Coors Field. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I don't have these as graphics, but I was looking at some of the tweets of people in Cleveland talking about these party decks, and you won't believe uh, some of the things they have to say kind of sound a little familiar to really? here in here in Denver. Are they excited about their views of the Cuyahoga River or are they disappointed <laughs> that they won't be able to see the Rocky Mountains? Um, okay, so they're, they're very disappointed that they can't see the Rocky Mountains from where they are. But um, okay, so Andrew Powell on Twitter said, getting drunk at a baseball game is already fun, but the land just made it better by giving sofas to lie on after we Ooh. hurl with a big TV screen in front of us to get us sick again. It's absolutely fantastic. I, I don't 
don't know that I've seen that quite as much uh, for at, at Coors Field of people getting that sloppy. But, but I also, could see it in Cleveland. You know what? I, I could see that in Cleveland. I've seen some sloppy stuff in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Those people know how, so to, nice. know how to drink. But yeah, it looks really it's nice. Cla- it's like it's upscale. So I feel like people will be a little bit better behaved. They I won't. think in some of the images, I even... <laughs> Uh, it even looked like they're maybe going to refurbish or, or just just make it look nicer on the outside. You know, and it really looked nice. I'm like, wow, okay, this is an upgrade that's kind of long overdue. Yeah, and you, actually, yeah, because they haven't really done too much since 1994, since they updated the ballpark. They're actually building another building. They're adding to the building itself. Yeah. Uh, they have to add another kitchen. They have to, so like, there's a four-story building going to on the side of this ballpark too to accommodate for. I guess just the extra capacity. You see these? Look at the drone footage that RG got. This is oh, yeah. uh, amazing. <laughs> I'm assuming RG got this. Any yeah, this drone looks- footage immediately. Oh wow! See, look at that. Looks like right there. Yeah. That's kind of scary. That makes you realize like how high up you are. Yeah. The yeah. one thing that party deck doesn't have is that like second tier. That uh, that the rooftop at Coors Field has. Yeah. Like, that little like walkway. Um, so they just have the one. But that's that's a really good upgrade, and I'm really curious about those seats. Uh, which you can see now down the left field line. Yeah. Uh, how strange it is. Oh, it, may, it might even be in, inside a glass a little bit too. It might be like a, a special uh, Guardians Club. Yeah, yeah. So they, nice. they're, they're applying changes, yeah, to the uh, club level, to you know, a roof deck for everyone. Um, I love this other tweet. I can't wait. This is from C Brownie Forty Five. Can't wait for ticket prices that are already much higher than they should be for Cleveland to raise for a bunch of people who were there to not watch a baseball game. And that was the one that wow. I read where I was like, oh. That person that, is wise beyond their years. That person has been to the rooftop at Coors Field. Very wise. Very wise. Um, wow. I will say, so um, in addition to the changes that fans are going to see and fans are going to get to enjoy um, in Cleveland, they're also renovating both clubhouses. They have not been renovated since 1994 wow. when they built this ballpark. Yeah, long um, overdue. Yeah, so the visitors ballpark is going to get, you know, an upgrade or renovation, but the home clubhouse is getting like a total reimagining. It's going to be a major that's change. Cool. That won't happen, you know, heading into I think that'll that's on the 2025 timeline. So some of these changes are going to happen for 2024, yeah. some of them are going to happen for 2025. Yeah, cores I think it was over the course of like 3 years that they mm-hmm. had all of those and they gutted the seats. So those those stadium seats, I'm sure, will be available somewhere for people to buy. Maybe I'll uh, buy one. That. I love uh, Cleveland. There'll be, there'll be other artifacts that will go to the Hall of Fame. One of the things that, that's going there um, was, a cap, oh. was a cap worn by Shane Bieber this year on oh. April 7th because first game as the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, yeah. That okay, makes sense. yeah, that makes sense. Oh, you know what? I love that we are, you know, it's a new, we're turning the page. It's a new chapter for Cleveland. There we go. So now you oh, have to get me. a new shot of you, <laughs> Progressive, so it's got the party deck yes. properly in the background for that. Do you know how hard, so I was like all the way up in the 500s, the very top deck for this picture. Um, do you know how hard it is for mascots to walk up to that level? Oh like they don't God. go up there. <laughs> you force them to. Well, that's that's where my seats oh my were. God. So yeah, but they <laughs> they risked their lives. They did. But like everyone up there was freaking out. Like all those kids up there were just like, oh my gosh, we never get to see mascots up here. That was a public service. They were great. So there. yeah, Tiffany didn't know this, but the city of Cleveland and I love each other. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a fact. There's also a jersey worn by uh, Zach Plesak on April 15th uh, that that went to the Hall of Fame because that was their first game in Cleveland oh, as the Guardians. Yes. Um, jersey worn by Miguel Cabrera when he recorded his 3,000th career hit against the Rockies. So 
There, uh, I have a big long list of things that we'll, we'll get to at some point. Nothing with the Rockies on it. I mean, there's there's some Rockies stink on that three thousand jersey from Miguel Cabrera. But nothing, thankfully, nothing from the Rockies. No, uh, wow. What, what, what Not even Chad Cole's thing? complete game shutout. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That goes to the Rockies Hall of Fame. Oh wait, they don't, we don't have, have one. one. Why don't Come we have on. one? Are we gonna have to build one here at the DNVR bar I'm, I'm on the set. corner of Colfax and York? I'm ready. I okay. Mean, Do we, we have can, extra space here? We can just <laughs> use, start off with our bobbleheads. That can be kind of be like the plaques. We'll just whoever yeah. has gotten a bobblehead, we'll have to make some of our own. We'll slip one of yours in there as well because I know you've got. I have a bobblehead of myself. My friend Evan made it for me. That's. I it. think my mom has it. I don't even have it in Denver right now. That's fantastic. Yeah, if you've got a bobblehead with your image on it, or the the uh, the AI garbage pail kid thing, I'm still we still haven't gotten any yet. Again, what are we waiting for, folks? I hope we don't. At DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter to send the AI-generated garbage <laughs> pail kids of Tiffany, Susie, or myself. Or you can just drop it in my DMs at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. <laughs> you can't DM me anything, but you can find me on all platforms at the Susie Hunter. This has been momentous, but you know what they say about momentum, Susie? Patrick, what do they say? It's only as good as your next show, so she will see you tomorrow yes, at I 5 o'clock here at the DNVR bar and on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube.